Millions up for grabs. Retailers closing worldwide. Salespeople losing their jobs. Online sales at an all-time high. Your route to financial freedom. Getting best sellers online. Getting a piece of the action. Learn from the top sellers. Become a top seller. Ecom leaders start now. Okay, episode number three. Ecom leaders, episode number three. One, two, three. Subscribe. Leave a review if you like it. I'm getting used to this. I hear it in every podcast I do, so I have to say the same thing. Because uh, it helps us with ranking on the places, I guess. Helps us get reviews. One listener said it was awesome. Just kidding. I know, haven't talked to any listener yet. Um, so, we're getting started. But why Why am I doing this? Because I'm a perfect podcaster. I love podcasts. No. Uh, because I like to talk. I do like to talk. But you know what's interesting? I pretty much like to talk about things that I know about. Um, I don't like to just talk about nothing. So... Uh, before my life, I used to love to talk about only about video games. My life was all about video games because I immersed myself in freaking video games. And then I like, you know, then I was like, only oh, want to talk about girls. And then only like, oh, gosh. Uh, but now, Amazon. Amazon, I can talk Amazon all day night, all day long, all day in the morning, in the nighttime, in the afternoon, whenever. Okay, because I know this platform is so freaking powerful. What am I going to talk about today? When somebody decides you're selling too much, that you're cheating or whatever oh my god we had a phone call last week someone called into our customer support line in chinese and they said whatever chinese whatever the hell chinese shit they were saying and it's like uh my customer service guy's like uh uh, sorry like hello and they're like do you uh, you have someone speak chinese i said no they went ah okay i'll call back Call back, another person didn't speak so much English, and I'm being told this because I didn't answer the actual phone. He said, you're attacking us. We know you're in this category, and you're attacking us. You left us all the bad reviews, so we're leaving bad reviews on you, and we're going to shut you down on Amazon. You need to stop leaving us bad reviews. They're going off. And uh, my customer service is like, oh, okay, well, you know, thank you. You know, we don't do that, this and that. Um, and I was like, shishani, like, okay, thank you, being polite and, like, being good and, like, nice and... It's so funny because after that, we had one of our products get shut down. Uh, then another product like shut down. Our images messed with. We get attacked. But you know what? It's like, okay. they I, Again, this is my own thing. For them to make it okay for them to attack us, they have to invent that their bad product and their bad reviews is because of us. And then that makes it okay for them to leave the bad review on us. I'm like, okay. But here's what happens. You will get better views on your product. I think 99.9% of reviews are not from competitors, by the way. Uh, and sometimes even if even if people on my team or, or somebody says, oh man, my competitor is liking me. I believe 99% of those are actually not because of a competitor and it's because of your own product, okay? Um, and even if it was a competitor, what are you going to do about it, right? So that's the, that's the biggest thing. It's like, what can you do about it? So for example, we had a, we had a product uh, that went down uh, there's a thing called uh, condition complaints, okay? And I'm, I'm just going to get into this. I, I want to talk about the idea and what kind of stuff does happen on Amazon, how people do attack you. They will attack you. You will have people get a, uh, uh, attack you on Amazon. You do have that vulnerability on Amazon. But let me tell you what. Every business on this planet, you can have people attacking you. A bad newspaper article, bad reviews on Yelp for your restaurant, um, someone graffitiing your, your, the side of your, your, your building. What else? Um, okay, the whole world gets shut down. Now you can't, nobody can go to your gym. I mean, the amount of things that could happen to your business is infinite in any single field. 
So the fact that somebody can attack your Amazon listing is part of life, my friend. It's part of business. So uh, recently we had someone, you know, we had that call. We also had some email threats and we get this stuff like quite regularly. And uh, one of our top products were down, uh, our second top product. And it was because a condition complaint used as new. Now, here's the thing. Okay. Uh, this product sells uh, about 500 a day. 500 units a day. That's not, that's that's a lot of units, okay? It's a lot of a lot of people we sell this product to. Okay, so um, it was down and Amazon said that we were selling a used product. Now we don't sell used products, okay? We don't sell used products. But if let's say it's a little bit scratched or looks looks used, they'll still do that same complaint and your thing gets shut down. Do I think a competitor did it? Now, I think a competitor had something to do with it because we did um there was some infringement and we shut down some sellers um, because of patent and we licensed the patent and various other things. Okay. Now they were shut down rightfully. So, and so then they're like, well, we're going to, if you don't now we're going to show you. And I'm like, okay, fine. Go. I mean, go ahead. Like if you violate the law, if you do fake reviews, if you do whatever you do, you are leaving yourself open to get attacked. Okay. Now I think in my case, this, this item did get shut down. Uh, and I was shut down for a while, like like a week almost. And we did have some products that looked used. So whether that's maybe 1%, okay? And maybe it has to be at a 1.5% threshold. And we got some attacks and we had 30. There's there's a person, um, I was told this by one of my friends who sells over $100 million on Amazon every year. Uh, or maybe $90 million, around 100, 100 million. Like a lot. This guy's a freaking baller. And he was telling me he... Heard about a training from a guy named Howard, okay? And what he does, his business is to train people on tactics to basically hurt your competitors and other things like that, okay? And he said that the newest trainings have to do with getting your competitors get used as new um, complaints. And he had several on himself. And so he's like, damn, this guy, Howard, like, obviously, like, someone's going to teach you how to shut down your competitors. That's not very good because it's not a... It's not like you're protecting your intellectual property. They're literally attacking you. So uh, fake. I mean, it's, it's terrible. But anyway, this is this does exist. You have to know it exists. There's also people that exist that will steal all your computers. Okay. When I was in LA, I did a programming school. And one day someone got the code, came in the night and stole like 40 Macs out of their computer. I'm sorry, out of their, out of their headquarters. Like, whoa, their whole business got shut down. I don't know how much money that was. Every business has threats. It will happen. If you didn't have any barriers or any problems to your business, you wouldn't, it, everybody would have a business. You have to overcome those things. And that's what you're doing as an entrepreneur or as a e-com seller. Okay. So back to, um, the infringement. So we had that attack, but listen, what we did, we took our inspection standards now to the absolute next level. Instead of inspecting, let's say, 3% of the units, taking those out and then saying, hey, supplier, that's not good enough, make it better. We're like, we're going to inspect every single unit and make sure it is freaking shiny, spectacular, perfect. Okay? We did that. That's, is that going to cost us thousands of dollars? Yes, it will. Um, but the returns will probably be less. The customers will be happier. Because what's happening when you get shut down like that for use this new, you may have a certain percentage of customers already complaining. And then if you get an attack and it boosts that number, now you get shut down. But if you are perfect, someone, even if they do 50 fake purchases and 50 fake uses new, the percentage will be so small and it probably wouldn't get shut down. So I kind of treat it as 
It wasn't an attack. Because I can control that. I can control my product being absolutely perfect. I cannot control someone doing some training to show people how to shut other people's down accounts down. I can't control that. Okay? So I can just make it so good where we can't be attacked. That's what I can do. Um, so that happens. Okay? Uh, we've had attacks again. I think I talked about it in maybe my other episode. Where our products were replaced. One of them with uh, Kim, Kim John Ung. Or I don't know how to say the guy's name. Sorry. The guy from uh, South Korea, North Korea. Uh, I'm not so good at this politics thing. But it was a picture of him like with rockets and missiles and like some sort of sign and like line, like this characters. And the whole listing got shut down on this. That is very clear an attack. Woke up one day and it said, your image changed. We use a software called Century Kit that notes every change that, that happens on your Amazon listings. And I'm like, whoa, it's Kim Jong. You know, like, whoa. Everything was shut down. It was shut down only for like a day, right? So attacks do happen. But it's usual, and you just have to know what to do with them. And today, uh, another one of our main products got shut down. I'm like, okay. And that's when they were, they were calling us on the phone. We're going to attack your stuff. Like, okay. But tell you what. Um, the problem is not Amazon. People are so fast to blame Amazon. And, hey, Jeff Bezos. And attack Jeff Bezos. And attack this. And da-da-da. And Amazon's this. And da-da-da. I'm like, listen. Amazon's giving me a job, a career, ability to reach people in the millions I mean, like, they've done an amazing job for us. And I'm going to do an, an, an analogy right now. Because I have a friend of mine, a close friend of mine, uh, and he used to work for the California Highway Patrol. Police officer, okay? Back in California. And uh, I remember talking to him. I forgot exactly how he brought this up. But it was like, well, why why do the cops always go for X, you know, for whatever thing? Like, why are they? Oh, yes. Yes. I, I'm going to I'm gonna go into this topic, okay? It was about, I, I brought up a video explaining to him how the difference between, God, this, this is going to get so political and so crazy, but whatever. Okay. I had seen a video on Facebook where this guy's walking down the street with like an AK-47, a white dude. Okay. A white dude is walking down the street with an AK-47 and police come by. No, like he's walking, walks like 30 minutes. Nobody stops him. It's all good. Then they then they show a same video, the same street, at the same time of day, another day, or something like that. And it's a black guy with the same gun. Okay? He's walking down for about, I don't know, two minutes, and they shot they, they get him down, get on, you know, and the police come and like, you know, do all they don't they don't hurt the guy, okay? But it becomes a scene and, and he has to put his gun down to take away the gun. When in fact, if you have a whatever sort of license, you can have a gun. Now, uh, I know it's like went whoa, way like off to the side, but this has a purpose. Okay, check this out. And I asked him. I said, dude, I saw this video. And, you know, the police, you know, there, there, there is some level of that. I mean, again, I wasn't there when that video was taken. It could be a, a fake video, whatever. I don't know for sure. But I asked him and I said, what's the deal? Like, you know, what do you think? They pull over black guys more like that. You were in the police academy. Da, da, da. You were working as a police officer. What do you think? And he said, check this out. The police to a large degree, respond to calls, okay? It says what happens is the people, let's say they see the black guy, the people call and say, hey, there's a guy on the thing with a gun and, oh, and he's gonna shoot and oh, whatever. People call. Now, as a police, you have to respond to the calls. So they go, maybe with the white guy, nobody called, right? It's not the police's fault, it's the call. 
So you can blame the police, you can blame Amazon, but the reports come in, okay? So Amazon is a system, just like the police is a system. The police has a call line, you can report somebody, and then they go investigate. Now, yes, did they have to put the guy on the floor and this stuff, and, 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 and he didn't get hurt, okay? This is different. And I'm not even saying, uh, I, I don't deny that racism exists, okay? I'm just, I'm just putting my stance out there, okay? People are racist in this planet, for sure. Anybody who says racism doesn't exist is not looking with eyeballs. It does exist. Do I think the police are terrible? No, the police are amazing people, just like Amazon is an amazing company. And they're doing their jobs and they're there to protect you. Now, will there be some problems? Like, in Amazon, there's also problems. Somebody could accept a report that's a false report, just like a police officer can, uh, can accept a report that's false. Why I'm talking about this analogy is because right now this is like hot on the news and media and everybody's talking about it. But it gives, it shows a point, okay? Amazon has people sending very specific reports to it showing how um, this person violated whatever policy. And the thing is, most of the time, we do violate some sort of policy, okay? If we use an image and it has like a little, uh, 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 too much shine and it's like, oh, well, that doesn't represent the product or like, there's so many rules on Amazon, I would say 90% of people are violating some Amazon policy, okay? Just like, let's say, uh, with the police, right? Like, uh, somebody jaywalks, okay, well, that's that's uh, whatever, against the law. Or somebody, you know, crosses the, the crosswalk or something, that's against the law. Like, what happens is there's a lot of rules, most people violate some of them. But when you report it, then they have to go and take some action. So Amazon is in a very difficult position where they have a ton of people they call them bad actors or black hat people or whatever you want to say. And it could be normal people maybe doing something that they thought was right at the moment. I don't know. But they do a report and they say, this person violated X, Y, da, 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 da. Or they this. Or in the worst cases, the worst offenses, they will actually buy the product, pretend it's used or something, send it back. They actually do something and make up something, which is different than reporting something that's actually bad. Now, when Amazon gets the reports, they're going to take some action because that is their job and they check it out. And then, you know, and they've even sent an email like, sorry, we've shut down your thing. Uh, we err on the side of caution. Your listing is back up. They even apologize. But what happens is if you are really sending a bunch of used products, they have to take you down. So it, it's a system, guys. But they're where they are today. And they're probably the most profitable company or the biggest company or the whatever. Jeff Bezos, the most rich man, whatever way standings. I know it's not like the biggest company. Um, I don't know all the stats. Okay. But they're there because they protect the consumer more than anything. So don't hate, okay? Don't hate. But I'll tell you what you, you cannot do. And this, and this is really the topic and what I really wanted to talk about was you cannot let those attackers win. You cannot let the people changing your images, pretending they're your product. Oh, we've had it so much like someone report us for our own trademark. Oh my, that one's ridiculous. Okay. You like, let's say your trademark is um, Adobe. Okay. You're selling an Adobe, whatever. Okay. Uh, Photoshop or something. Now, before, and actually they still can do that now. It's harder now. And there's different programs that are, but a random person pretended they're an attorney or whatever or something. And they filled out a report and said, Oh, this listing, this Amazon page is violating the trademark Adobe and it's counterfeit. Okay. Now, do they own Adobe? No, the person who reported it is a random person that doesn't put their name or puts a random attorney name 
or whatever it is and says, this is a trademark. Now Amazon gets the report and they go, here's a trademark. There's a trademark. Oh, shut it down. So we got shut down for our own trademark. Okay. It gets to that level where obviously someone's messing with you. But what you can't do is be like, oh my gosh, selling on Amazon is too hard. There's so many attackers, so many fake reviews, da, da, da. No, you can't do that because those guys then lead the marketplace because the guys who are selling honestly leave. And then what happens and customers get bad and they get bad, bad stuff because a lot of times those guys will buy fake reviews instead of have a good product. So instead you sit back and say, well, how can I control this? If you have, if they are giving you fake reviews, what if your product is so good? You make it so much better than everybody else's that even with the fake reviews, you have better reviews than them. That would be something that you could do an actionable thing. So there's lots of types of attacks, but I recommend don't, don't let it get the best of you. Okay. This, this is a story that broke my heart and, uh, man, I, I, you know, and I understand it. I, I do understand it, but it's very sad. Uh, a friend of mine, I actually met him after this whole thing happened. Okay. I met him recently and, uh, we were talking and I, I kid you not, literally the guy sells the same product or sold the same exact product that we sold when we first started selling on Amazon and one that we're one of our best products right now. And I go, what? You sold that? And this, and he said, yeah, and we did this and we had this and this colors and that and da, da, da. And I'm like, but dude, I don't see you now. What happened? And he said he was like number two or number three in the category. That's a lot. That's a lot of sales. Okay. But this was back in 2014, maybe 2015 when he was selling. And at that point, Amazon, it was a lot easier to do fake and bad things and, and hijackers and all this different stuff that, that happened on Amazon. Hijackers when someone pretends they have your product, but they don't. And then they take all your all the sales and they ship either a generic product or a different product or sometimes even no product. But they're not selling your product and they say they are and then they take all your sales because there's something called a buy box. And anyway, whoever has the lowest price basically gets the sale. Um... Hopefully, if you don't know about that, I'll probably talk about it more in depth in another video or another podcast or whatnot. So, uh, this person said, yeah, well, what happened is he had a hijacker. Uh, he had a person report him, like, for his trademark, his own trademark or something like that, or for images. He had, like, all these things happen, like, in the period of a couple months, and he got shut down, and he wasn't able to get it back up, and he didn't get enough help, so he didn't actually get it back up. It was down for, like, a month or two months. When he finally got it back up, he had lost some ranking he was about to be running off stock anyway. He didn't know if he was going to reorder. Uh, so what happened? He stopped selling on Amazon completely. Because this was his first product. And I go, no way. I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like, listen, on that product, I think we sold something like, um, let's see. I think we sold $700,000 last year or something on that product. I'm like. Dude, how, why would you let those guys win? How could you, how could you let the guys get their way? And he said, yeah, well, I didn't know what to do and this. And I was like, well, you could still do it. And like, come on. He's like, nah, I'm like how this other business. And he's doing well. The guy's a very competent, uh, able person. He has a great business. He's making, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars um, now, you know, but he would also be doing that on Amazon. And if he started at that point, he could be making millions right now. So I see that as a very, it's heartbreaking because it shows you the two paths when you get attacked on Amazon. You can either get attacked, take it, blame the competitor, say it's hard, not fix any potential problem, and stop selling. 
or two, persevere, continue, get the get the page, get the listing back up, uh, report whatever. We've done reports. We've done. I'm sure we've gotten some accounts shut down. I had one person that threatened me through Amazon buyer seller messaging system, and I documented it and sent it. And, um, they got shut down. We we had a person who uh, actually counterfeit our product with almost the box exactly the same, but they took out contact info. They did stuff. They did a bunch of random things. We got we ordered all their products, and Amazon let us keep all the inventory, and refunded us because I told them these are illegal goods. So it, we cost them a lot of money. Get their account shut down. You fight back in whatever way you can. When you're actually getting attacked, like when you have evidence, stop. Don't guess. Don't think you're getting attacked. Like what I try not to do is don't pretend like you know. You got some bad reviews. You go, I know it was that guy because he's the number one seller. No, it's actually not true. Probably all the guys who said, oh, it was this and then finger pointing. And more than likely, it wasn't that person. Okay. I know I've been pointing out so many times this. You, I'm like, dude, I didn't do any of that. Like, When's the last time you updated your product? When's the last time you made it like not be scratched? When's the last time you did an inspection? When? And they're like, oh. And and stop pointing fingers. Take ownership and do something about it. So back to back to that that scenario. When you know this product literally is not our product, beat up, ugly packaging, super thin, thin, like it floppy everywhere. We never produced it and it had our brand name on it. We know we're getting attacked. In that case, I will do everything I can to fight back and not let this happen to other people because they could have cost us probably ten or $15,000, that one person. They probably ended up costing us $5,000 anyway. But what happened is we collected enough evidence. We submitted the thing to um, Seller Performance, which is uh, the Amazon team that like shuts down these kind of things. And uh, they got shut down. We got all of our money back uh, and we kept the products. Uh, we gave them away. Some of them we scrapped, like some of them are really bad quality. Um... And to be honest, and some of them I was like, yeah, well, they had like probably 50% were really bad and 50% were okay. We used some as replacements. We're like, here's a replacement. Boom. It's like, okay. It's counterfeit goods. And we confiscated them. And that was it. That was it. It's literally illegal fake goods. Okay. So now um, that's that second path. When you're getting attacked, you take action. If you know for sure it's an attack and exactly from who. Okay. Pretend you're like a judge in a court. You can't say, well, I know it's them because uh, because uh, they had more reviews than anybody. No. I know it's them because um, they changed their price the second that this happened. No. Uh, like, Stop guessing. If you know, then you should take action on them. If you do not know who it is and you cannot find out, which most times you cannot find out who's attacking you, if you're even getting attacked, pretend like you're not getting attacked and act as if it's the customer. Whatever you can. If you're getting complaints about a product, fix everything you can about a product. I saw a recent uh, launch and a competitor absolutely was getting attacked because I saw he launched. It's a category that we're in. And they had like 21 star reviews in the first week. I was like, damn. I was like, oh my God. I was going to, we're launching a product in that category in like two months. So I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Because they're probably going to do the same thing to me. Um, cause when the big seller comes in, I guess in that category, it seems like they're attacking or maybe that just, I don't exactly know, but I saw him get attacked. It was so clear, but who, who was it? I don't know who the hell it was. I'm assuming it was a top guy cause he has the main thing, but it's totally my own idea. Cause I could have been the top person. I wouldn't have attacked that guy. So maybe it was top person, second person, third person. Who knows? Maybe it was somebody who's trying to frame the top person and 
oh god it gets so complicated so they got attacked but you know what they did they continued selling they sold at like three and two and a half stars and they got their reviews up after like a month it went by and then they got some good reviews and that's it probably at that point you're not going to fix your product because it's like okay 20 reviews in the first week they're obviously fake in that case like and it was not it was even about a product that wasn't even that product it was really bizarre anyway there's bizarre attacks on amazon guys the right thing to do is to continue to sell more be profitable make your products the best product provide the best customer service follow amazon's rules as much as you can don't attack other people's stuff that is like also the other most basic thing because those guys who called literally our customer service like, you're attacking us, we're going to attack you, da, da, da. Do I have an idea who was? I have an idea. My guy asked, hey, what's your company? Like, no, we're not going to tell you. I'm like, okay, well, you can't be open about who you are. Like, okay, we have a suspicion. But I'm not going to then go and attack because you know what? I would say the accuracy of my suspicion is about 15, 20%. Because I have no idea. It's literally based on, well, this guy launched at this date and this is here and probably is them and we had our, our images replaced with another brand's products okay and so i thought it was that brand that's the one they replaced our I, i'm not saying let me i take it back they didn't replace somebody replaced our images with another brand's images and i thought hey it could be that brand and that's the same brand who i was suspicion but i'm like somebody could be framing them we have zero real evidence so i i I only have a suspicion, and you know what? I, I can't do anything about it. I don't know who they are. Uh, I can't talk to them. There's no court of law. Like, it's Amazon. What you could do is make your product better, and don't don't go retaliate. Because you know what? Most likely, if you're doing that, it's like a war. Where somebody, the, somebody is making these two guys fight and is supplying the guns, right? So maybe the guy who's in 10th place, he goes, Oh, let me go fight the second and third guy. And then they replace the third guy's images with the second guy. Then, the, then this guy says, oh my gosh, I'm, this guy's attacking me. And then fights back and now the two are fighting. And the guy comes in from 10th place to go take it. So don't fight back. If you have a suspicion of who it is, because honestly, if you look at the truth, most likely you have a total suspicion. It's not based on fact. It's based on like a hunch. Sorry, a hunch does not count. Your, your, your intuition of who's attacking does not count. This is real life. Treat it like it's a judge in a courtroom. In a courtroom, you never get like, oh, I thought he did it because he has long hair and he looks like a witch or something. I'm like, no, like, oh, be it, 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 it's crap. So most likely your suspicions are wrong of who did it. And even if it's right, you have no way to confirm it. So please do not, uh, an eye for an eye leaves the world blind, right? That's the idea. If you're getting attacked, do not go and attack somebody else. That's the wrong thing to do, okay? And, and, and... Well, you might have an impulse to do it. Sure, but you know what? You can't even confirm that's a person. And if you somehow did confirm somehow 100%, uh, like maybe they call, well, even, even if they called you and say, our company's XYZ and we're attacking da-da-da, that's not even proof. You know why? Because they could be framing somebody. So they literally call da-da-da-da, who are you? Oh, I work for blah. Okay, well, that's, it, it doesn't confirm. Even if you got a letter, if you got a letter with letterhead and the address from a company, that also is, could be framing because I could put that I'm from any address and send it to you because I've seen it because I've seen that happen too. God, there's so many attacks on Amazon. So we had a thing where they sent in this letter and then they put, it's like one of these uh, letters that asks for a review or whatever. And then they put an address in the letter of a competitor, but didn't put the name and they sent it out. And I got it because I had, I, bu I bought the product for product research, but this is, 
Okay, so whew. <laughs> There's it gets a little complicated, guys. Okay, this is a postcard you send. Okay, this is a common practice. Oh, uh, kind of common. I mean, I've seen it, but I re I actually received one in the mail like three days ago. They send you a postcard with an address uh, to your address that you bought because you can purchase it. You can or you can have that address in your, if you download it, right? Not anymore. Um, they took away the address because this shit was happening. They took away your addresses uh, for fulfilled by Amazon orders. They send out postcards and they say, hey, we saw you got this. Write your review. Send me this and I'll give you a free whatever, a free new cable or a free lamp or a free whatever. Now, what happened? This guy did it. They didn't include a brand name in the in the list. list. Okay. They said, go to your order history. See this kind of product you bought. Leave a review. Send an email to this Gmail address. Or was it uh, QQ? I think it was a Gmail address. And uh, send me here a screenshot and we'll send you like a $25 lamp I think I had. I was like, okay. When you look at the address that they used, the from address, it was a company and I'm almost, it was a bigger company that sold that same product. But that address, I am certain, almost certain. And again, I'm not certain at all, but I think it's framing because it's so clear. If you're, if they're so clever to not include their brand name in the thing, to not include what product, order ID, uh, brand name, their company email, they're so sneaky and so smart to not include any of that yet their address they put clearly to the headquarters address i kind of doubt it so i think the address was meant to frame somebody so you could think you're smart and like oh this is a person regardless i, I don't i can't tell it's them or it's not them it could be framing or it could have been really the company i don't think it's that company either way it's not evidence bottom line you don't know who the hell attacked you don't attack somebody else because you do not know that's it bottom line so what to do keep selling so much Add so many products, do such a better job on your products, your videos, your ads, that you don't ever have to do anything shady. Do it the right way, and the guys, when they attack you, they're so intent on just attacking you in this, and they're not doing product development. They're not doing good advertising with good videos on Facebook. They're not doing the standard things, the real marketing. So let them spend their time and waste their energy and effort to attack you, and you do, you service your customers, okay? If you do that, you're going to win. Thanks. Subscribe to my podcast, guys. Bye.